0: This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world.
1: Merry Christmas in August! Hello, people! <laughs> Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. You have found us. We hope that this is a repeat visit. Can you guys still hear me? Something changed in my yes. ears. Yes. Nothing I can still changed. hear you. Okay, everything's good. So we'll edit this little tiny part out. It, no, let's changed keep in my it ears. in. Okay, yes, keep it We're, in. This is this off-season is form. We're in off-season form right now. That's right. This is preseason. <laughs> this is preseason. This is great. Oh, is this we a, should actually, we should call this preseason, like preseason football. Is this like our spring training? Exactly. That's what the these episodes are. They're that. getting us they're getting us ready for the season, which is quickly approaching. Um yeah. but yeah, welcome everybody to the Christmas countdown show. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my very good buddy Danny Jordan, my fellow co-host. Yo, and then we have Chris Sisley, the one and only on the ones and twos with the sound Threes effects. and fours the threes and fours, maybe even the fives and sixes, if we're lucky. Um, <laughs> I know. We'll see. But here we are. We're recording a little uh, episode for you here in August, a, a preseason episode, a, a spring training episode, if you will. Um, and we are very happy to be doing this. We're, uh, we have a guest today, which is very exciting. We have a new yes. uh, countdown for you today, which is l- yes. listener- voted on so this is like your countdown it's not even our countdown so this is uh, yeah. if you're a a, a a loyal listener to the show this you may have some uh, input in the top 10 we're going to do today so uh merry christmas well, i hope your summer is going well uh, I hope that you are feeling that change in the air. We're almost <laughs> to Labor Day, even though it's 110 degrees here in Los Angeles. Dude. Oh, I've been, my gosh. I've been wearing pants and long sleeve shirts for the last week and a half because I'm trying to will it into becoming <laughs> fall, which will then lead to Christmas. So oh. uh, I, I don't care how hot it is. I am going to start dressing for fall um, because we're getting there. And do you feel it, Danny? Do you feel it around your house? Is the Christmas uh, buzz starting to percolate? You know, it's funny
0: because about a week ago, you know, obviously we knew we were going to be recording this episode and I've just been so looking forward to recording this episode. Like, I feel like the excitement of Christmas is is just like boiling up inside of me right now. And I, and I stepped out of the house the other day and I swear to God, no, I was here in my office and I stepped out onto the onto the patio and I was like, ooh, there's, I feel like there's a little nip in the air right now. I was like, maybe fall, are you coming? (laughs) And then I woke up today and walked outside and it was about, you know, 90 degrees at 8 a.m. And I was like, no, no fall, you are not coming. Um, Which is why unlike Eric, I am wearing a short sleeve shirt And shorts, um, because the people who manage my building still refuse to turn down the AC below 78 degrees. So that's not your problem. That's a me thing. Um, And I really don't want you guys to worry about that. But, um, Eric, you know, I, I do feel I don't know. There's something about turning the corner from August to September that feels like we are now. I think we've talked about it before in the past on the show of like, you're on like a roller coaster, you know, you're like click, 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 click. I don't know. Something about August Mm -hmm. to September feels like you're in those final click clicks before you come over the top Yeah, and you come cascading down into like, if this were a Six Flags Park, like, you know, Six Flags Christmas Mountain sort of situation Um, and you're in it. And I feel like we are so close. Maybe it's just because like, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, Eric the other day came by my office and, like, we're, like, you know, firming up, like, plans of, like, the Christmas countdown biz, as it were. And we actually went, folks. This is, like, big news, like, breaking Christmas news right now. (laughs) Um, And by breaking Christmas news, I mean, like, breaking Christmas countdown news. This isn't, like, you know, news that anybody else cares about other than us. Uh, We opened a bank account, um, which is really, really exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Because apparently you can't sell merch without a bank account. Um,
1: <laughs> yes. So that's speaking story of for merch, time. that's the exciting yes. announcement. That guys. Oh, we I was going to talk about the a... teller who misspelled
0: oh, okay. our business name.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this is pretty good. So we sat there in in this uh, uh, bank trying to open a, a bank account for our merch that we're going to sell, and we filled yeah. out all the paperwork, and it all gets printed out. It's about a hundred sheets of paper. And as oh we're signing gosh. the last sheet, Danny realizes that instead of it saying Christmas Countdown, LLC, it said Chris Mad Countdown, <laughs> LLC. Because the D is right next to the S uh, on your keyboard. And we didn't yes. notice it until. And then we had to reprint everything and re-sign everything. And, oh, my yeah. gosh. He had we, to were, re- we were very were He had like, like, to redo
0: it. the entire account. He had
1: to redo the entire account.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I was, was not in the most fantastically festive mood at that point in time Um, let's just you know I my wife will often say you know you're 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 calm until you're not Um, and that was one of those (laughs) I'm not anymore situations Uh, so you know I was very as as Eric said I was very Chris mad uh, about the situation and I felt bad for the teller as well because, like, he definitely felt really bad about the situation. He yeah. felt, you know, we might have been Chris mad, but he felt Chris bad about the situation. Yes, he did. He, um, did. he
1: definitely did. <laughs> we got a chore to chort a lot of. Chris, but we do though. have that an official good. account now. Yeah. We do have an official account. And what's exciting is we have a website, like a full fledged website, coming very soon. Uh, and yes. on said website, big announcement here, folks. We are going to be selling some very exciting Christmas merch. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so it's excited be for so this, exciting. Eric. Oh, my gosh. We've already created a few T-shirts, and we have a few more coming that we think that you listeners will really enjoy. And hopefully you will check it out. You will buy uh, T-shirts and mugs and sweatshirts for yourself and for your families and for your f- neighbors and for strangers. Because if you really love Christmas and you want to <laughs> spread the Christmas joy, it's all about giving <gasps> Christmas countdown merch to strangers. To strangers. And if you do I that just and, you, <laughs> and you give it to 50 strangers, so you, you know, you're know you going to want to buy about 50 T-shirts uh-huh. to hand out on you yeah, know, the corners yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, that's just the Christmassy thing to, to do <laughs> I'm joking it's No, We do want you to check it out It is the season of giving uh, And we hope that you will check that out So that We'll have more details about that coming soon But we wanted to sort of tease that That we have merch coming, which is very exciting
0: It is very exciting uh, You can get a sneak peek at one of our merch items Currently, I think if you go to our Instagram page Which, you know, this feels like a good time to mention that If you're not already following us on social media, please make sure you do so at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at Pod, And we are actually adding a lot more videos to our YouTube page. So if you click uh, the link tree on our social media or here on our uh, liner notes, that'll take you directly to uh, to all of our links. You can get to our YouTube. We're putting a lot of fun videos uh, up on our page Right now, But if you go to our Instagram, uh, you can see there's a little sneak peek of a Christmas mug and it says, I think it says, uh, my favorite Christmas mug. And it has a picture of us on the other side. Um, So that's just a little, a little sneak peek as it were, but there's more stuff coming. We have some really fun, creative uh, quotes that we've come up with that we're going to put on anything you want us to put it on. We'll put it on a hat. We'll put it on a shirt. We'll put it on a onesie. We'll put it on an apron. Mouse sure. pad, if you still use those. People, um, people still use mouses. People still use mices. those. I don't know. No, they get like know. track. I got like a track pad sort of thing. Do you have sure, a track yeah. pad? Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the new age mouse. Uh, but yeah. anyway, merch is coming and hot and heavy. Please make sure you go to our, our website, which, you know, is actually, I think it's actually live right now, Eric. We haven't told anyone. Um, Ooh. And actually, Ooh. I don't know. Do we want we them to double go check there that yet? I don't know. We... <laughs>
1: Not yet, not yet. We, uh, we not not yet. Yet. Don't don't go to the not website. Don't
0: go to the website. <laughs> don't go to the website right now.
1: <laughs> it's not. It doesn't look. How like many, how, we how many how many podcasts do you know that that say don't go to our website? Whatever you do, do not click on our website. Although that is a great marketing ploy. If we just like the yeah. whole Christmas, the, this is what we do. The whole season, we're like, don't go to the website, everybody. You have to wait until Christmas. No <laughs> snooping. No snooping. It's that's just like really funny. And then everyone it's will go almost, to the website on December 25th and crash the system. And we'll take down the internet. woo we'll,
0: ju- we'll just treat our listeners like a bunch of 11-year-olds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't go look in the closet. Do not go don't look do in the it. closet. Uh, don't you do it. Um, so Eric, you know, over our little stocking stuffer season, as we're sort of calling Mm -hmm. it, which I guess is like our, our training camp as it were, as we prepare for season two, you know, we've done a few episodes, which has been a ton of fun. Um, but one thing we've, we haven't done a ton of in those stocking stuffer episodes is our listener shout outs and reviews. Oh, we got to get, um, so we got to get back to that. So we have pulled, um, and a good. This again, this is a great time. If you have never reviewed our show and you are listening on Apple, you can do that while you're listening. Just scroll down, click those five stars. Submit a quick rating and let us know what you think about the show. You hate it. You love it. Hopefully you love it uh, because you're listening to it. Um, And if you're on Spotify, don't worry. You can still rate us there. And if you have a review that you want to submit for us to read on the show, uh, just go over to our Instagram page, shoot us a DM there uh, and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, And that being said, this is going to be our friends and my, I I don't know where I'm going
1: with this, Eric. I was... (laughs)
0: You ever start <laughs> to talk and like, had, you're like,
1: did you think that we had like an actual title for this segment? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, and hey, yes, now I comes did. our friends of, of the friends podcast of reviews this special. Thing. Hit it, Chris. Yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't have a button for that. Oh
2: God. He's like, friends wait a second. didn't tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to go like friends and family, but like, you ever do that where you start to talk and you realize you have no idea where you're going with what you're about to say?
1: Oh yeah. 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 Story of my life. That's actually, that's actually this podcast, I think. <laughs> that's that's why we have a podcast, Danny. All right, here we go. I'm going to start with the first one here. Uh, this is from Fangirl Laura, uh, said back mm. in July, Love this podcast, gave us five golden stars, which we love that. Yeah. Uh, and she said, uh, I'm loving this podcast. I just discovered it while looking for some fun Christmas in July content, and I'm in the process of listening to all the episodes from the beginning now. I really love the friend dynamic between Danny and Eric and the way they interact makes me feel like I'm just hanging out with some Christmas friends. It's great to find yeah. year-round Christmas enthusiasts like myself. I couldn't have written a better review for us. That's exactly what we want you to feel like. You're hanging out with friends who love Christmas as much as you do. Mm. And, uh, and, yeah, so the, the, thank you very much, Fangirl Laura. We appreciate you as well.
0: And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Laura is also one of our most recent, uh, Patreon supporters who just joined oh, the Christmas the countdown. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, we are definitely in like preseason form right this now. Like, I feel like yeah, we're like, yeah. we're almost there. Like you take the swing of the bat and like, you're just slightly mm-hmm. over the top of the ball and you're like, normally hit those ones. um but uh (laughs) but yes laura i know is, is is a patreon supporter and if you do love this show maybe you've been listening from the beginning maybe you just recently discovered us on social media or through spotify apple wherever you're listening if you want more christmas countdown and who doesn't want more christmas countdown am i right Check out the uh, the link in our liner notes or on our social media pages. Go check out our Patreon. We've got some really cool uh, things, little extra, you know, stocking stuffers, as it were, little gifts that we like to give you all, which include stickers. We're doing a uh, bonus episode season two, which we did not do season one. Um, so if you love our countdowns and you've heard us talk about, like, our honorable mentions, well, now we're actually going to do a bonus episode every single week that specifically details our honorable mentions for every single which, countdown that we do. Which and that's, we need. Yeah. Because if you remember how so bad, Danny yeah. and I
1: do these these countdowns, we never stick to the top 10. We always are no. going up to 15, 20. In the song categories, I usually have a list of about <laughs> 80 songs. So, yeah, this is uh, uh. this is good. But you can only hear them if you uh, join the Patreon. So please check that out. Danny, why don't you give us our next yeah. uh, review here? Yes.
0: This one is coming to us from Yetibug. Uh, and Yeti Bug actually sent this to us right around uh, Valentine's Day. And it says, I found the podcast late in the season. I went back and started at the first episode. It is now almost Valentine's Day and I have one episode left to finish crying. Uh, I love the friendship between these guys and I love how much they love Christmas. I feel like I'm sitting in the room with my friends just talking about Christmas. I found myself laughing out loud in the cars. They go off on tangents. (laughs) (laughs) Us? What? Never. Uh, or, or when they try to pronounce people's usernames. Well, hopefully we got (laughs) yours right. Yeti bug. Um, my son got in the car the other day and said, yep. Mom, it's almost Valentine's Day, and you're still listening to this Christmas podcast? But I don't care. And don't tell him that I watched two Christmas movies yesterday. I will I will miss the show while it's on hiatus until next season, but I cannot wait for new episodes. I feel like I just gained two new friends.
1: Oh, that oh. is adorable. And thank you so much, Yeti Bug. We count you as a friend yeah. as well. So thank you very much. Yeti Bug, Yeti Bug, we ooh, love Yeti ooh. Bug. Yeah. There we go. Okay, here's our next one. This is from Shandice, this vivacious. There's dot, dot, dot. Maybe she must have a longer uh, uh, username, but I can't see it. Shandice, (laughs) this vivacious. And she wrote, hap, hap, happiest, I'm going to guess, happiest, Christmas podcast ever. That's my, I'm going to fill in the rest of her uh, title here. And she also gave us (laughs) five golden stars. She said, uh, I found this podcast in the middle of spring and just couldn't wait for the fall to listen. I've binged the episodes and literally laugh out loud with Danny and Eric. Love the banter between these twinsies as they have so much in common and love seeing how much they truly love Christmas. Best holiday podcast ever. Thank you very much. Shandice. Uh, that's yeah, a very I th- I don't know, kind I, review
0: so that is also someone that I believe just joined our patreon and because she's on our patreon is now well, a member of our private uh, exclusive members only group on Facebook and I'm trying to determine and 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 I think it's Candace I'm not sure but we've never actually spoken with this person directly so Candace if you're listening or even if you are streaming right now um, cause we did invite, this is another cool perk of being on Patreon folks is there are some people actually in the audience right now who are watching us record this episode on Riverside FM. And that's something we exclusively made available, uh, to our Patreon supporters. So Candace, if you are out there or Chandis or Candice or Chandice, however you pronounce it, uh, please let us Chandice. know phonetically DM Chandice. us. Chandice. So that way we can make sure that we say your name properly. Chandice. Uh, Chandice, Chandiche. Chandiche. Hello,
1: my name is Chandiche Davadecha.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of a little chandiche <laughs> with some, some fresh made tortilla chips. might be delicious. Mm, I don't know no? what that is, but it oh. sounds tasty. It's uh, like, like ceviche.
1: Oh, ceviche. Chandice. Yeah, I know what ceviche is.
0: Uh, come on. Jeez. <laughs>
2: Nope, nope moving down All right. No, on. Down a wrong All right. Abort. <laughs> abort. Abort.
1: Okay. I felt like it was great. Um anyway. We got one more review here. Uh this is from from an elf help book. An elf help book. <laughs> which is very funny. Uh, We'll check out your account. Uh, And they said, Hey guys, I found your podcast when you only had one or two episodes out and I was instantly hooked. I absolutely love hearing other people talk about Christmas as excitedly as myself. And I love how similar yet different my own top 10 lists are to the two of you. I've never commented or anything before and even made this burner account to hide my possibly (laughs) unhealthy obsession with Christmas from my family and friends. Now, with all that being said, Whose gingerbread house do I have to knock down to get a a Christmas countdown sticker? Thank you and Merry Christmas. That is a great review. And we will get you a sticker. Um, We have stickers available that are are of our uh, brilliant logo. Um, yes, which features uh, an animated version of Danny and myself. Um, but yeah, we will get you a sticker, and uh, thank you for requesting that. And we're so thankful for your listens, and we appreciate that you made a burner account. I I, I respect that. You got to respect somebody who goes the extra mile to uh, you know hide <laughs> hide their Christmas obsession <laughs> from their family. Uh, but we we would recommend that you shout it loud and proud how uh, how much you love. Christmas and the Christmas countdown show. Maybe you can Isn't do that. Isn't it with amazing?
0: Isn't it amazing, Eric? Like when we started this show, I never would have thought that somebody would be like, God, I've got to create a burner account so I can engage with my favorite Christmas <laughs> podcast. Like <laughs> that's just it's so, so hysterical to me. It, it reminds so me of remember good. in season one, there was somebody who had left us a review. And they're like, my parents don't want me to listen to Christmas music, yeah. like until after Thanksgiving. And we talked about like imagining
1: this child like laying in under their the room, covers. Under, like
0: with like, they're, like, what are you doing in there? Nothing.
1: You better not be listening to Christmas <laughs> podcasts. To Christmas podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> if gosh, I told you darn once. It I've told Jimmy. you a
0: hundred times. There is nothing gigantically jolly about October. <laughs> um, anyway. There is, Dad. Oh, you just gosh. don't understand. Uh, but let that's what this self. show is for that's We right. bring together people And we let you have your As they say in a show that Eric was in Shrek, let your freak flag fly that's uh, right. And that's what we do proudly Is let your Christmas obsessed flag fly And that's what we are here for um, And speaking of Christmas obsessed Flags uh there's a lot. I know that we have a guest who's going to be joining us here momentarily. So, so let's sort of hustle through. There's some Christmas news that we wanted to get to on this episode. Eric, um, do you want yes. me to start that out? You want me? Yeah. To, why to don't get you started? start it
1: out? Because, uh, yeah, you started out. I have a jingle.
0: You have a jingle for for Christmas news? Yeah,
1: I made one the other day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh
0: my yes. So this is Go per
1: ahead. a conversation we had in a previous episode, one of the last two that I was on. But here it is: Christmas news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Christmas news.
0: <laughs> okay, you can go. Yes, oh, that's so
1: good,
2: Chris. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
1: We're going live to Danny Jordan. This is Danny Jordan
0: reporting live from outside Stana's workshop.
2: <laughs> it's really cold up here.
0: Uh, no. I don't know why? But Costco's got a sale. <laughs> they got a sale on decorations. Um, no. So there's a lot of Christmas news that's been breaking, you know, it, it, it's so wild to me. And, and I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I was, I, cause this is just what I do in my everyday life. Now I was just thinking about our show and Christmas. Um, I was thinking the other day about like, I don't remember years past where there was so much Christmas buzz happening this far away from Christmas um, and I'll start that off with. Uh, this is not necessarily news. It's just like a really cool thing that happened the other day. I was walking around uh, Costco because I had to. We were having our daughter Riley's first birthday party, so I, you know, did like the last minute Costco run to get, you know, all the the dips and all the things you need for the party. And as I walked into the midsection of Costco, there was like a good full on row dedicated to Christmas decorations. Yes, and. You know, like sometimes, like they'll have like one thing out where it's like Mickey Mouse dressed as Santa Claus. Like, no, 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 no. This was like an entire row. There was like a seven foot tall light up uh, snowman. There was like this reindeer collection. There were like strings of lights. Like, and I, w- I sent a picture to, to, to Eric and Chris because I was like, guys, like this is happening. Like, if it Costco is. was like, they're not just going to pull them off the shelves like in September and not bring them back. Like, this just no, means, I think, that like now. Christmas decor is out and it is proud and it is going to be there up until and, Christmas. And I'm really excited.
1: And I just saw on Good Morning America this morning, they were talking about how mm. Costco uh, has, uh, because of supply issue, <laughs> supply chain issues no, still. Geez. They go again. And they have a lot. Now they have all that stuff that you wanted last Christmas but didn't come in time. Now all that Christmas stuff is there. That's why they're starting to sell it a little earlier. And uh, for Labor Day, there are going to be massive sales at Costco for trees. Uh that's what they said on Good Morning America. Yes, yes, yes. Everything or just the trees? Uh I don't know. I don't know. They just said it's gonna be a sale. Well, you know
0: where I'd be going. (laughs) You know where I will be going Just as soon as we wrap up recording this episode I will be sprinting um, Which is a horrible idea Because if I buy stuff Then how am I going to get it home Um, But that is a really great point That you bring up Eric, That I hadn't thought before You know, last year we we talked about this That like, go to Lowe's now Go to Home Depot now Go to your hardware store now Because like the decorations They're not going to have as many And they're going to be gone But like, all that stuff was still ordered And it's still being made So does that mean that all these lights that we wanted to get last year, all the inflatables, are they going to be cheaper this
1: year, do we think? I would assume so, yes. I think that, that I they hope will so. Be. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get some Let's sort of hope. expert. Maybe uh, Maybe we can get Lowe's to sponsor the show. They'll come on and let everybody know about all the great deals they're going to have on Christmas decor for Christmas 2022.
1: Special tree uh, specials. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. S- um, okay. S- now, now the next special, thing that's on our list. Tree?
0: Wait, hold on. Hold on. That was a great pun. Wait, what did I say? Instead of a special tea, it was a special tree.
1: Oh, a special tree! I like that. That is good. Christmas, yeah, exactly. This is my special tree. Oh, that's a. Good hey! Oh, that's a merch. Down. That's merch. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that's merch. Since we've been recording this episode, I've already added three different Christmas shirt ideas to our list. So have yeah, you let me, really? Let me type this in. I have. Yeah. Do you want to know what they are? So one one is gonna be let your Christmas flag fly, but it's like let your yeah. freak flag fly, and we'll make it look sort of like the Le Mis flag or the Shrek flag or something yeah. like that. Uh, I really like the idea of doing a Game of Thrones inspired. You know how their big thing Ooh. was winter is coming? We do it Christmas is coming. Christmas is and coming. So yeah. Christmas is coming. And then and it looks very I Game love of Thrones. that would be really cool. Yes. And then what did we just say? Christmas is my special tree. Sp- <laughs>
2: Christmas.
1: <laughs> Is oh my god we
0: gotta do trip. a line of merch that is just puns that is strictly just christmas yeah puns. i mean
1: I, I think most of them will be if we're being told totally wait a second honest. that's
0: all the merch we're making um no, no. okay so so moving right along because i know our guest is is in the green room right now and we'll be oh, getting yeah, to that person get, very very we'll, shortly go, go, go. so Let's just pick a couple here. I'm going to start with one that, honestly, I feel like I totally Chris missed um, last time we recorded because this was news that I already knew. And I just, I, you know, we get here and we start recording and I just like get wrapped up in the excitement of the moment. Um, but Backstreet Boys, you all know them. You some of you probably love them. Uh, they for Not the first time Annie, ever. Yes. I mean, Sync first, Backstreet Boys second. Let's be honest. Um, anyway, so Backstreet Boys. Christmas album. Um, so Backstreet Boys. <laughs> that's going to be the first time ever that somebody has sung a song about the Backstreet Boys to an Sync song.
1: To an NSYNC song. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so Backstreet Boys. Here is the news. For the first time ever, Backstreet Boys are releasing a Christmas album, and it is coming out. This holiday season, did you hear about this, Eric? Did you know that this is happening? No,
1: this is news to me, my friend. News to me. That's why it's in the Christmas news section. Exactly. It is called A Very Backstreet Christmas, uh,
0: and it features the fellas uh, on the cover, obviously, carrying their own Christmas tree across all of their shoulders, and they're all bundled up for the winter. Yeah, And this album... Uh apparently it was originally supposed to come out in twenty twenty one, but they delayed it. Supply uh, chain issues. You know, due to hashtag pandemic. Um, but it is due to release on October 14th, which is kind of wild timing because if I remember correctly, let me go back to my calendar here. Um, but we are talking about launching our show. On October, October 17th, season two. Breaking news, by the way. Breaking news from just outside Hannah's <sighs> <Santa's
1: laughs> Workshop. <laughs>
0: Christmas Countdown will be releasing their second season starting October 17th. Now, wouldn't it be amazing? I'm going to put this out into the universe. What if we got the all the Backstreet Boys? Boys or just at least one member of the album Backstreet
1: release Boys. party on the album Podcast. release party? Christmas countdown. Everybody <laughs> wants to do
0: it. It is it is the best place to. To promote your Christmas right. album Let's be honest so I, AJ, I
1: will reach Howie, out To Nick and AJ And Howie and wait. Brian And Dennis Who's the what? fifth one? This is a, this is the Beach the, Boys? Who's the dad one? Who's the one who's clearly Hold on like Okay we're gonna okay. 30 years okay, I'm gonna older give you a the hint other Boys
0: Yes he looks very Jason. old uh, No It ends Brian. with an N
1: Brian? Uh, that's, no, there's, there's already
0: Brian Luttrell We already have Brian Luttrell uh, Um Kevin
1: Kevin <laughs> Kevin Kevin. that's the name Kevin I was Thank gonna you. give you a hint I was Thank gonna you, say Chris. the character you play on your show oh yeah yeah that's true look at how you dropped that right in there Chris that was, good. That was great yeah, that was very good. anyway
0: October 14th a very backstreet Christmas uh as you can tell I'm mildly excited and uh BSB if you are listening uh you got to come on our show
1: um, yes. Uh, and also, hang on. We, I literally just got an email from our guest saying, are you guys going to bring me in? Because I've, sp- I've been in the waiting room for a while. <laughs> we are going to bring you. In. We have one more thing of news and then we're bringing in our, our guest. Uh, this thing is very exciting because it's like actual drama, which I love Ooh. drama and gossip. So <laughs> you may have seen this headline the other day that said that Mariah Carey has moved, uh, this is, I mean, a lot of people, in Variety, they said this, but a lot of people covered it. Yeah. Mariah Carey's move to trademark Queen of Christmas, Anger's fellow holiday music singers, Darlene Love and Elizabeth Chan. So, now, you may know Darlene Love. Hopefully, you do. We've talked a lot about her. She's saying, obviously, Christmas, the snow's coming down. The original version. Um, there it And is. many other brilliant songs she's a brilliant artist uh but then elizabeth chan i am i have to be honest i am unfamiliar with but it says that uh, chan who records exclusively christmas music and has been called the queen of christmas in the media filed a declaration of opposition to carrie's trademark bid love is now suggesting that carrie's lawyers might need to meet with her attorneys too so it's uh very Whoa. exciting i i love when there's like a little drama about Christmas. It feels kind of tame. You know, it's not terrible, but it's a little spicy. So that's the tea, uh, as the kids are saying. We spilled it all over you, and you're going to need a napkin (laughs) now because Hopefully it's not too hot. Hopefully it's not too hot. But
0: I am curious, like, how do you... Ice tea. Like, should should we put out a poll, maybe? I did this the other day. Like, I I did a poll Mm -hmm. on our Instagram page that I said, is Mariah Carey the Queen of Christmas? Yes or no? And and I will say it was actually the results were very, very close. I thought it was going to swing like heavily towards Mariah's favor. Yeah, um, But let me go back to the results real quick uh, and see what the percentage uh, ended up being. Hold on. Scrolling, scrolling. As you're finding that,
1: I think you need to post it again and say who is the queen of Christmas. Ooh. And then maybe leave it open to people's, uh, you know, Feelings, mm-hmm. and then we may have even more people that need to be in this article. That's a good point. And talk having their lawyers talk to Mariah's lawyers because uh, you know there may be other people besides um, Darlene Love and Elizabeth Chan who feel that they are the queen of Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's a I good don't know point. Who else I it mean, i be, but she. You know. Her song is iconic, yes, but to it is. to say that you're the queen of Christmas, I just think is uh, I don't know. That just feels like such a big statement. But I will say, when I statement. saw that news break, I immediately thought, should we try to trademark Kings of Christmas?
1: Um, Obviously, yes. Obviously, <laughs> I, I mean, love it feels like, like it that's me- like a bold statement to say you're the queen of Christmas. By the way, should we trademark Kings of Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> All in the same breath. Oh, it's brilliant.
0: I'm just saying, oh, like, if, if people are going around trademarking stuff like that, uh, maybe we should game. get in on that sooner than later. But, hey, we got but it, would it be we smart got it to an LLC trademark now? So that's true. That is very, very true. But trademarking is so expensive. Anyway, that's not what people come to this podcast for. They come what they here come for, for. Is they
1: come is the list the top 10 lists and today yes we have got a doozy for you we have the top 10 follower voted christmas movies now this is very exciting it's going to be a great list uh, because you guys helped us pick it but even more exciting than the list is that we have a very special guest who is just i believe i'm looking at him has stepped into the room <laughs> Doop, 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 doop. He came in with his jingle <laughs> bells on his shoes. He's right here. Yes. Everybody, please say hello to Mr. Brian Earl. Brian Earl is yeah. the author and host of christmas past uh which is an extremely successful christmas podcast and he has a new book coming out called christmas past we're going to ask him about it he is an expert in uh, christmas traditions and he's going to talk about how some of these traditions are seen in these great movies everybody please give it up for mr brian earl Woo! yes Woo! hi everyone how are you man
0: Doing great. How are you guys? Brian, we're so grateful that you, you've come here and hung out with us. Um, Brian, you sure. you were so kind, uh, I think, you know, not long after our show launched last season. Um, I know you you gave us a shout out uh, on your show, and and that really just um, yeah. meant the I world to us. You know, what's been really amazing, I think, for Eric and myself to learn, and obviously, you know, Chris now being a part of our show as, as our producer and editor is, is a testament to that. It's just how welcoming the christmas podcast community has been and you were one of those people you know when you launch something new you just you're like oh great are these people gonna think that we're coming like trying to take over this market or whatever it is but it was like exactly the opposite and you were one of those people that that welcomed us in and it really felt like it mimicked the spirit of, spirit of Christmas, right? Which is like inclusivity and everybody celebrating and, and being in it together. So I just want to say a heartfelt thank you, uh, first and foremost, for the way that you... Oh, sure. I mean, and if tonight. the Christmas
2: podcasting community didn't have the Christmas spirit, then something is wrong with the Christmas po- <laughs> podcasting community.
1: Absolutely. So.
0: You're right. You're 100% right. And that's something we like to foster here as well, which is why we want to have you, you know, here today to, to talk mm-hmm. about, obviously, Christmas traditions. Uh, but you have a new book coming out, uh, Brian. So, so tell us more about it. Your, your book is called Christmas Past, and it's all about Christmas traditions. Like, when when did you first fall in love with Christmas? Like, where did your love of Christmas first start?
2: Well, I mean, it sounds like a really obvious statement, but anyone who celebrates Christmas has probably celebrated it their whole lives, right? Mm. And so as you go through life, your love of Christmas takes on different meanings. Of course, when you're a kid, it's all about the the gifts and the the magic and Santa. As you get older, it might be a time to kind of look back and feel nostalgic, it might be about family. But then I got to a point where I'm now of a certain age where I'm like, you know, I've had enough Christmases under my belt and I've noticed that we kind of do the same things over and over again every year, without really understanding why. Like, what it, we hear about sugar plums every season, but like, what the heck is that? You hear about mm. hot buttered rum, but I've never had it, and I don't know anyone who has. And there's a lot of, Christmas is kind of this like tapestry of traditions from all over the world and different points in time. And every time we celebrate one of those traditions, every time we practice one of those, we're carrying on these generations old narratives while being mm. barely aware of the starting chapters. And as you start looking into it, you realize that for every single tradition, there's a really interesting story behind it. So it was in 2015 where I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I tend to like NPR style ones like Planet Money and Radiolab or whatever. And I was like, I wonder if there's something like that for Christmas. And at the time, there were like three Christmas podcasts. There was the Christmas stocking and this church that put out their sermons as a Christmas podcast and nothing else. And I said, okay. I wonder what that would sound like. And that's how Christmas past came about. I never set out to have a Christmas podcast or be a podcaster. I was went looking for something. I couldn't find it. And I was like, all right, I'll create it, see how that goes. Uh, so that was back in 2016. And over time, uh, you know, the, the family has grown to the point where I started wondering, well, what's next? What's the next chapter, uh, literally? Mm-hmm. And so came up with the idea to take mostly the content, uh, the content in the book mostly is uh, from the, the podcast, but just put it into book form with lots of visuals and sidebars and make it kind of like an advent calendar. Calendar. There's 26 chapters, something you can read, you know, in about the time it takes you to have your morning uh, cup of hot cocoa or eggnog or something like that. Get the yeah. backstory behind a Christmas tradition, and with any luck, that extra knowledge and the the trivia and the factoids just adds an extra dimension to your Christmas spirit.
1: Absolutely. Wow. And and it probably helps that. you if you're ever in like a Christmas trivia game. No, these are great questions for trivia. So th- these are, this is good information. Good information to have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, if I ever join a, a trivia league and they do, like, a holiday week, I know the first person I am calling to join my team. <laughs> I'm sorry, so Eric. I, I, it's going to be Brian. Her, Every
2: time her. I play tri- trivia, I'm, I'm hoping for a Christmas question. So far, <laughs> I have not had my moment in the sun. Oh, Was we'll there a moment sure from have, childhood? We'll Eric
0: sure. and I were just talking about this recently um, on our show about, like— where the love of Christmas first started, like, do you have a specific memory from childhood or, you know, even adolescence where you're like, oh my gosh, like that was the moment that I fell in love with with Christmas, like a core memory type situation around the holiday season. There,
2: there is, um, it's not my earliest Christmas memory but it's definitely my strongest where, uh, I'm from the Northeast, I don't know where you guys are from but we had this uh, department store called Service Merchandise and every, I think September or whatever, the toy catalog would come. And this is back in the mm. 70s, you'd get these big phone book uh, size catalogs. <laughs> and there was this one toy in it called Chinese Illusions of Magic. Uh, mm. And it had all this catalog copy of like, you know, secrets of the of the mystics revealed for the first time. It was a children's magic set, you know, linking yeah. rings, sponge balls, the like. Um, and, you know, I, I tore out the page. I put it under my pillow, all of that, and really hoped that Santa would, would uh – bring it to me that year and at the end of all of our unwrappings on Christmas morning i come from a family of five so that's like it's like the whole morning there was this yeah. one box left that was roughly the size and shape that i thought that this magic set would be and i was like oh it must be chinese illusions of magic and i saw my mom and dad look at one another and gave the, they gave one of these like uh oh uh looks <laughs> because it was not chinese <laughs> illusions of magic um and the box said from santa and so that was the Christmas. I kind of put two and two together. Uh, I said, OK, I think I figured out a couple things about Christmas. But the next Christmas, uh, the you know, we went through the whole routine again. The final present came. And this time it was Chinese illusions of magic. Oh, um, awesome. And so it was one of these, you know, a wish not denied, but delayed. And for some reason, I just I have a picture of that moment of me opening the box that Magic set became one of my treasured childhood possessions. I think I had it until Mm. I was like in my mid to late teens. And whenever I think of a Christmas memory growing up in New England, that one just pops into my mind as vividly and sharp as if it were yesterday. That's awesome.
1: I love that. That is so cool. Is there anything better than that moment when you're opening presents and there's that one present that's been hiding behind the couch or the tree or wherever and you're like, as a kid you've been clocking it and you're kind of like not saying anything because you don't want to like seem greedy but you're like i know there's <laughs> another present there i see it i'm gonna pretend like i don't see it but i see it there and the parents are like oh where'd this one come from who's this for that's oh that's like one of the best moments in, in, in christmas morning it's so
2: cool. <laughs> My older brother had one of those in the early 90s. He wanted a a CD player and some music to go in it. So he got his CD player, but that was not the grand finale. He was like, okay, cool. And then there was that whole dramatic moment. Oh, there's one more present behind the tree. And it was an Albie Shore CD that he really wanted to listen to night (laughs) and day over and over again, which we all did. Yeah,
1: That's awesome. I love that. I love that.
2: So, Brian, you talked about like,
0: you know, sort of like all of these traditions that exist that we all know, you know, you touched on sh- you, you touched on sugar plums <laughs> and all these other things that we like as, as Christmas lovers or even just sort of in like the zeitgeist of growing up here in the US and really all around the world, like all of these things that are in our lexicon, but like what are what have been some of like the most surprising things that you've learned like through your research and in deep dive into like the history of Christmas
2: and some of these traditions? Like what are some of those that that stick out to you? Well, the, the biggest surprise is more that Christmas itself is way newer than you probably realize. The majority of the way that we celebrate Christmas in America is just like decades old. And Mm -hmm. most of the remainder isn't much older than that. So you think like Christmas wasn't even a national holiday until nearly a century after we signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Christmas trees didn't start appearing in American homes until around 1850. And they weren't even all that common for another 50 years or so. Uh, It was even true that businesses and schools were open on Christmas Day well into the early 20th century. Oh so I think it's obvious uh, to think about some of the traditions that make up the, what you call it, like the atmosphere, the, the part of Christmas that get, becomes aerosolized, right? Like the the specials <laughs> on TV and the music we listen to. I mean, obviously all of that has happened within a single lifetime. Yeah. But then other things, you know, like, like the Christmas tree, um, really have their roots in sort of ancient traditions, but they became part of Christmas gradually and then only became, they only coalesced into what we think of as the modern Christmas in very recent times. Mm. and One of the first interviews I ever did for the podcast was with an historian named Bruce David Forbes, and his analogy is one that I've carried with me all this time. He said that Christmas is kind of like a snowball, where when you roll a snowball, not only does it grow, but it just picks up pieces of anything that lay in its path. Mm. And every now and then, as the snowball gets too big, like pieces of it fall off. And so Christmas is just constantly changing. We're not done with it. People from four or five, even six generations ago might look at what we celebrate today and would barely recognize it. And we have to assume that that's going to be true five generations hence. And so it's fun to wonder, and I do this in the book, it's the final chapter, uh, where I wonder, well, what will Christmas in the future look like? And what changes are we living through now? What are the things that have been happening over the last 10 years that are part of that narrative of Christmas constantly being in flux?
1: I feel so that's like, the big wow. one
2: christmas is fluid it's based yeah. in ancient tradition but it is always changing
1: you know it's funny because we we sort of joke about how christmas is getting sooner and sooner every year but it really mm-hmm. is i mean like the marketing and when commercials start coming on and when merchandise is mm-hmm. out in stores every year really is a week or two weeks earlier than it was the last year and so my mm-hmm. hope is that eventually christmas will be year-round and uh, (laughs) we we won't even have any other seasons. It'll just be Christmas, January 1st to December 25th. You take five days off to celebrate like New Year's, Fourth of July, you celebrate all
2: those holidays between December 25th
1: and January 1st, and then we just start over again. I think that sounds good to me. That's amazing.
2: Famously, I think on the Dinner Party Download, an old NPR podcast, they had someone on where they were calculating how, or how much earlier Christmas comes each year right. and how long will it take for us to reach the singularity, if you like, of <laughs> yes. when it's just perpetual mm. Christmas. Yes. I think you've probably noticed this, too, more and more, uh, September being the beginning of the the burr months, all the months ending in Ber, is kind of this extended Christmas season. Basically the last third of the year is a holiday season.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting you bring that up, Brian, because uh, the other day somebody posted or sent us a DM on Instagram and they're like, yeah, you know, for me, like the Christmas season starts with the burr months. And that was something that was brand new to me. I'd I'd never thought of like, oh, September, October, November, December. And and just sort of like the play on words around like, you know, birds like cold. it's cold outside, you know, <laughs> like that's really sort of fun. And, and we even talked about it earlier on this episode that it almost feels like once you get past August 31st, which just so happens to be the date that we are recording this episode, it feels mm-hmm. like you are now like in the holiday season. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like we're on the precipice and that's why we're so excited to be here recording today and preparing for our second season and so excited to do this this countdown uh, with you today and we'd love for you to sort of as we work through these top 10 movies that were selected by our followers on Instagram, you know where it sort of makes sense within the story of those movies if you could inject a little insight for us into maybe some Christmas traditions um, that are on display in these films if, if you'll join us
1: for that little journey. And if, you, Sounds great. Do and if you just love the film and want to talk about it, you can feel free to do that as well. That's <laughs> okay. basically what we do. Um, all right. Let's start it yep. off. Here we go. For our top 10 follower voted movies, Christmas movies, uh, We, Danny and I will uh, trade off and on. I'll start with uh, Danny. You start with number 10 because I know you want to do number 10.
0: Thank you. I was hoping you would do that, um, which, you know, also gives you number one. So anyway, I don't want, you know, true. Anyway, I'll, I'll give you um, number one, too. Oh, that's very kind of you. Now that's, that's spoilies. Now people are gonna be like, Oh, what are Danny's favorite movies? He's (laughs) definitely getting those ones. Um, but anyway, so these, these were movies that were, we had put out a poll recently. We did sort of like a, um, we were doing this like final four sort of like style bracket of like posting movies and having all of our, our followers vote on Instagram. So then we asked people just to submit their favorite movie. And we got like thousands of replies came in to this post on our Instagram. And so we had our, our lovely associate producer, Emilio, go through every single submission that you all put through on our Instagram. And he calculated these. It took him the better part of a day. But here we are. Um, so coming in at number 10 is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that movie is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Um, Great I. Great. I am so obsessed with Home Alone one and two. Like three and four, they might as well just disappear from existence. As far as I'm Wait, concerned, they
2: made a three and four. I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know that either.
0: Yeah, they they shouldn't have. Like those, they they serve one purpose, and that's like leveling out your coffee table at this point in time. Because um, they are they're not great <laughs> films, and they just like. They just don't capture the essence. There was something so brilliant about, you know, John Williams and and Chris, Christopher Columbus and or Chris Columbus, as he goes by, um, you know, the director of the film and Macaulay Culkin and Catherine O'Hara, like those stories were just so brilliantly done. And I think for those of us who, you know, are sort of in that, you know, mid 30s to, to mid 40s age range, like these movies were a part of our childhood Christmas, like they came out. They captured our imagination. We dreamed of what it would be like if we were like, you know, Kevin and, and stuck home alone without our family. And someone was trying to break into our, our house or, you know, in this case, uh, you know, chasing him around New York City. Um, what, what I love about Home Alone 2 uh, is, and I feel like this is something to sort of kick to, to, to Brian here, is that they kept the storyline alive about, you know, early in, in Home Alone 1, you discover that like Kevin loves a Christmas tree. Like he goes and he cuts down a tree from his backyard in Chicago and he brings it in because I think in his mind, Christmas isn't complete without a tree. And so he decorates it on his own. And then in the second movie, you know, his mom, Kate, is running around New York City trying to find Kevin. And she's like, where would he be? And, you know, the cop says, well, if you were him, where would you go? And she's like, I know where he's going to be. And she goes to 30 Rock to see the tree in Rockefeller Center, Rockefeller Plaza, and um, And I think it's such a brilliant moment that Kevin is there and she knew because she knew that he loved the Christmas tree. So I feel like this is a good time. Maybe if you could tell us a little bit more about like the history of the Christmas tree, Brian, where it came from, why we put trees inside of our house, why we let them just die inside of our houses. Um, I'd really love to learn more about the history of the Christmas tree is really
2: where I'm going with this. Well, it's an ancient tradition, but it wasn't always associated with Christmas. Uh, So you have to think of our ancestors in Europe, their agricultural societies, kind of wake up, tend the fields, go to bed. Um, and then the winter comes along, right? And everything dies and they, can't, they don't have enough to feed their animals. So they have to slaughter a bunch of animals and it's getting cold. So they have to huddle together. So there's at this time where they have a lot of food on hand. There's not a lot to do. And there's Mm. really good reason to bond together and strengthen ties. That's Mm. where you have the origins of the midwinter festival. Christmas is just one example of that, one of many. But another thing happens during the winter. Everything dies except except the four conifer trees, right? You have your fir, your pine, your spruce, and I forget the other one, uh, and things like holly and ivy. So you got to mm. think, you have these superstitious ancestors of ours that are like, something's got to be special about those. Why aren't they being killed? Uh, why don't they die like the rest of things? So all kinds of folklore and superstition starts with those things that might have medicinal properties. They might be uh, useful for ensuring a bountiful harvest next ne- next season. They might be able to ward off evil, things like that. Wow, what a... What a story like I just I love the history behind all this stuff, because we
0: just you know, I just think about like, oh, I grew up with a tree that we put decorations on and put gifts under. But, you you know, as we've talked about throughout this episode, it's like you just don't often think
1: about like, why? Why is that tree in my living room? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really cool to learn that. Love that. Um, All right. So uh, number nine on our list uh, is Miracle on 34th Street. Now, which is interesting about this particular selection is we did not clarify whether that Mm. is the more recent version of Miracle on 34th Street with Dermot Mulroney, Dermot McDermott. Wait, who's in that one? Dermot McDermott. Yeah, Dermot Dermot McDermott. Dermot (laughs) McDermott. And... and, That really threw me. Um, so the David modern Attenborough. Version, <laughs> David Attenborough, of course. Uh, uh, at, or are they talking about the original version from the, I want to say, 50s, late 40s, early 50s. Um, but both are great. And the story of Miracle th- uh, on 34th Street so good about the idea that children should believe and that if the mm. government believes by sending mail to Santa... Then the U.S. government is giving a stamp of approval. Spoiler alert, sorry, uh, but I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> um, tell me this, uh, Brian. When do you have any knowledge of when Christmas in New York City, in particular, really like kind of became the classic New York City Christmas? Do you know? Do you have any uh, backstory history on that?
2: Yeah, that started at the about the end of the 19th century, and in Washington Square, I believe it was, there was a, something famously called the Washington Market, and uh, Clement Clark Moore would go shopping there, and I, apparently it was on a trip to that market where he came up with the idea to write a visit from St. Nicholas, um, and that was just the one market where you'd go get all of your supplies, your chestnuts, your turkeys, etc., uh, and then you know, this massive wave of immigration came along. And that was where we get this melding of all of these immigrant traditions, like the Christmas tree, the Sinterklaas legend, all of those things happening together. But from there, Christmas in New York um, became and still remains to this day the, the cultural epicenter in America of like, what Christmas is yeah. and how we celebrate it. That's awesome. Love that.
0: What's been really fun, and I don't want to spoil anything about this, the rest of this top 10 is that I don't, Eric, I don't know if you noticed, but like basically this list is an amalgamation of your and my sure, top 10s yeah. from season yeah. one, which is really, really cool. Uh, and, and this movie uh, was on my original top 10. It's one that always will hold a, a dear place in my heart because it, It features, and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that these people were voting for the live action version, not the cartoon version, uh, because in my world that that's what it would be. Um, Chris is shaking his head no, as if he doesn't agree. I'd vote animated. You know, (laughs) no. Okay. Well. Okay. Fine. (laughs) It's the notion of the Grinch. Uh, but you know, I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. He was my favorite actor growing up as a kid. And I just, his portrayal of, of the Grinch is, is iconic. Uh, I think to bring, you know, Dr. Seuss's life, uh, off the page. I think that was the first. Dr. Seuss story that they made into live action because the cat in the hat came after after the Grinch. So this was the first time like that fantastical world of Dr. Seuss was was brought to life in the live action. And I don't think they could have cast anybody better um, than Jim Carrey. But obviously, you look at the original and and thinking of that iconic voice of Thurl Ravenscroft and and what he brought to that song of the greatest name ever, hands down. (laughs) Um, He's just such an iconic person, obviously. Known for being the singing voice of the Grinch, you know, but he was also Tony the Tiger. He yeah. uh, is one of the heads and singing voices on the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Like he's just got such a, a cool history that crosses over into so many voice. different genres, but um, great voice. But uh, yes, number eight, as voted on by uh, our Instagram followers, was The Grinch. What do we have at uh, number seven, Eric?
1: Number seven, we have uh, a newer movie. It's the Tim Allen starer. The Santa Claus, which also, in case you didn't hear the last episode, there is a series coming out on Disney Plus, very yes. exciting about the Santa Claus. Um, but yeah, this is uh, the 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 first of three Santa Claus movies, which are all great. Frankly, it's one of those uh, trilogies that doesn't doesn't taper off at the end. Um, the Agreed. Santa Claus, Tim Allen, uh, it's a great story. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna this is watch how I turn this to Brian. So, one of my Ooh. favorite lines in the Santa Claus is, uh, ho ho shisho. Is that, does that mean anything to you, Brian? Like, what, why <laughs> that did, that means nothing. <laughs> why did Tim Allen say, ho ho shisho when he's talking about like all the different names of Santa Claus? He's like, Sinter Claus, uh,
2: ho ho. I think shisho. he says, topo,
0: topo, topo shisho.
2: topo shisho.
0: I know what that is. I We've stumped it. No help it. in it's, this one. It's a it's a nod to Johnny Carson, I think. I think there was like a character that was on the Johnny Carson show. Hold on. I'm going to look this up real quick. Uh, Tapo, I don't even, the way I'm going to spell this is uh, <laughs> Tapo Gigio. Tapo Gigio. Um, he, was a, he was the lead character on a, a children's puppet show on Italian television in the early 1960s. His name was Tapo Gigio. Um, and he was on. It wasn't Johnny Carson. He came on. He came on the Ed Sullivan show, um, back in whenever that was. Does he I'm have anything to do with
1: Christmas? I'm there he is. Picture. Chris
0: has got him up on the screen. There he is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know Anyways. how.
0: Maybe this is a Christmas uh, merch idea <laughs> that we can sell oh, on on our on our Instagram page. The <laughs> Topo Gigio Christmas Mouse. Yes. Um, Anyway, we'll do more I don't research know why he that. says that.
1: Yeah, we're we'll going to dig um, a little deeper. We'll do yeah, our we'll own. We'll dig a little deeper. Uh, on the uh, next episode, we'll, we'll talk more yeah. about Taposhi Show. All right, you go, Dan. <laughs> yes. what, what, what do we got at All number right. six here?
0: Yep. Brian looked at us like, oh, great. This is when the wheels come off the wagon. And <laughs> <laughs> they tried to get me to connect some mouse. Uh, <laughs> to Christmas Alright so next up on our list Coming in at number six Is is one of Eric's favorite Movies of all time uh, Which is getting uh, a sequel This holiday season Coming to HBO Max uh, With Peter Billingsley in it uh, The movie is A Christmas Story um, It's one that It's funny that I get this one Because I'm like mm, wasn't really my favorite Growing up uh, oh. But I think here's the thing, Eric. I think, I think that movie resonates with people who grew up in the middle of the U.S. In the Midwest, like yes. it's. I was just yeah, say. it, it it's feels a
1: very Midwest movie.
0: Like I watch that sh- that movie and I go, this doesn't look anything like my childhood Christmas, like whatsoever. And also, it doesn't feel like the most exciting. Like it doesn't feel like that that excitement around Christmas, sort of. Like he's excited about Christmas, but like. He doesn't have the best relationship with his dad and his dad's like more concerned with this puzzle that he's doing and winning his like lamp leg. Um, maybe that hit a little too close to
1: home for but, me. Um, <laughs> I don't, that's maybe that's why I didn't love <laughs> a father doesn't talk oh. to you or tell you about his feelings. <laughs> he concentrates on his own things and his own awards. <laughs> and then you know that he loves you.
2: When he that's you how you gun. can
0: tell if he loves himself more. That means he loves you more. Um, right. Anyway, uh, if you were just reciting a line from the movie, Eric, you, I totally missed that reference because I, I, I think I've only watched it once. Oh, OK. Um, I was like, this could be and this could have been one of his monologues from the movie. And I I would have believed you. Um, For sure. But yeah, Christmas Story comes in at number six. And what was so interesting, you know, for anyone who's new to our show, uh, you can go back to season one of of Christmas Countdown. And we actually had Scott Schwartz, uh, who played Flick in in the original film, who will be reprising his role in the reboot that they are doing for HBO Max. He came as a guest on our show and shared some really cool stories uh, about that film and and what it was like uh you know working on that film so if you're interested to hear more about a christmas story if you're a huge christmas story fan and and want to gain more of an understanding into like where where this film blew up and why it's it's a really cool sort of backstory because it wasn't huge in the in the theaters it really grew in popularity once it became a film that was shown on tv on tbs yeah um which is really really cool so Uh moving right along to to number five. What do we got? All right.
1: Since we're at the halfway point and I'm just guessing here, I I have no idea. But Brian, what is your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to say, what's your number one? Ooh, you you don't
2: know what you just did by asking me (laughs) that question. (laughs) As much as I love Christmas, Christmas movies aren't my favorite part of them. Uh, And so Mm. people are shocked to hear, like, I haven't seen half the movies you guys are talking about. Um, I've seen most Christmas movies, but I haven't seen most of the major ones. And I don't know that I have a favorite. Probably the one that I've seen the most would be A Christmas Story. And mm-hmm. little side note there, when that first came out, I wasn't allowed to see it. My mom wouldn't let me because of the fight scene. Sure. Uh, apparently, word wow. was good going around during the mid-80s among mom's groups like, oh, don't take your kids to see this. There's, there's a real <laughs> throwdown in the middle of the movie that you don't want your kids seeing. Uh, and so I didn't see it until it became uh, on cable television. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know if I'd say that's my favorite, but it's certainly the one that when I think of Christmas movies comes to mind. I'm mm-hmm. sure I could think of something more obscure, like something that uh, I saw a long time ago that I really love, but nothing's really springing to mind to me. Well, perhaps it might be our number five selection, which is It's Ooh. a Wonderful Life, which is my
1: personal favorite number one. You, it, Brian is saying no, you've never seen It's a Wonderful Life.
2: I have seen It's a Wonderful Life, okay. but before we get it, I'll tell everybody that if you're looking for a better telling of that story, the Lux Radio Theater did a production the same year the movie came out. It's an old-time radio mm. play that you can hear with the original cast, with um, Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed, and for my money, that is a better version of the story.
1: Wow, oh, wow. I need
2: to check that
1: out. I'm mm. going to absolutely listen to that tonight. I love that. Very cool.
2: Um, well, let's
1: just move on to number four then. But since we're since we're cooking right along here, Danny, why don't you give us number four?
0: You know, I feel like this next selection is the perfect one to dovetail off of a heartfelt story like It's a Wonderful Life, and that is that one that really pulls at your heartstrings, the classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, <laughs> one of the greats, one of the greatest of all time. I mean, Chevy Chase is just... He's so in the pocket with that film, um, you know the balance of him with Bever- Beverly D'Angelo. I also love. I feel like uh, Jack Lemon is in that movie, right? Like I feel like he's sort of like a an under. Is he in that movie? Who plays Who plays the dad? Fa- who oh, plays the the father? Who plays the father? It's not Jack Lemon. Uh, I, no, it's not
1: the, Jack Lemon. The
0: no. other old guy. What? Uh, who is it? <laughs> I guess I should I should have looked this up. I was just shooting from the hip on that one. Um the dad was played by two dads we got EG Marshall and yes. John Randolph John Randolph neither of which are Jack Lemmon But you put their faces together and you <laughs> might you. have <laughs> Jack Lemmon yeah. anyway Uh I just I think I think those dad characters are incredibly under <laughs> underrated in that film you know possibly some of the best like ensemble characters from a Christmas uh, movie ever Have we ever talked about the fact but.
1: that National I know it's called Christmas Vacation because they had the other Vacation movie, but the the right. main characters are not going on vacation for Christmas. I mean, the other people are, I suppose, coming on vacation to them. But uh, yeah, just something to think about.
0: That's a good point because they do go to Europe and European vacation, and they right. do go to Wally World, World. in the original Vacation. Right. Uh, but I guess you know maybe that's you know the spirit of the holidays as you stay home. Stay home for Christmas. That that's your vacation. It should, it vacation. should be called yeah. National
1: <laughs> yeah. Lampoon's Christmas Staycation. Christmas Staycation. <laughs> we'll see if we can get that. That's, we'll see if we that's can get that really changed. That's really funny. I'll call. Yeah, I'll write to as the as soon as I get off. <laughs> Off the podcast,
0: they really they really respond positively to random Christmas podcasts <laughs> reaching sure. out to yeah, them yeah, and yeah, saying, yeah. "Hey, you should change the name of this film." <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a classic; it's hysterical. Um, it comes in at number four. I love it, and it, for me, as I've shared before on the show, like it is one of those films that it signals me watching that at home with my family signals like the start of like the holiday season uh, is here. Absolutely love it. And and Eric, did you know? I don't know if we talked about this that the house from Christmas vacation is not far from us here in Southern California. Did we I talk did about that?
1: I not know that. No, no. No, really? That's awesome. I love
0: So that. it's at um so one War- the main there's the main Warner Brothers lot in Burbank. Yeah. But then there's the ranch which is about like a mile. Yeah. It's like a satellite uh, location and I think is it the Die Hard house or something yeah. that is there as well? It's um, the same house. It's the same house. Wow. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that. So, I think Eric, you and I need to figure out a way this holiday season to get onto the lot at yes. Warner Brothers and record something Great. inside, <laughs> outside, even if it's us getting attacked by security guards. We need to record something sure on that property at that house
1: this holiday. I'll season. call up Jack Warner as soon as I get off the podcast here and see if we can get a <laughs> lot pass for next Thursday. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see what we can do. That. Oh, okay. All right, number Moving three. Along. We're almost there, folks. Number three, we have this. I think this was my number two. Uh, I think maybe mm. it was number three. But uh, White Christmas starring Bing Crosby, mm. Donald O'Connor. Oh, gosh. and Now it's going to escape. Jack Lemmon. Jack <laughs> Lemon, yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> Dang Lemon. it, Chris. You beat me to it. Oh, that's so good. Jack <laughs> Lemmon and uh, George Clooney's um, great aunt. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a classic. <laughs> um, uh, Brian, can you tell us anything about any, like, interesting snowflake or snow-related um, uh, Christmassy traditions that uh, that you can tell us about?
2: Snow-related Christmassy traditions, like building a snowman, for sure, example? Sure, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's not so much a Christmas tradition. I'm trying to think. I know that it was one U.S. president, and I want to say it was Andrew Jackson, who staged a snowball fight in the White House uh, at a oh, Christmas wow. dinner. Uh, oh, wow. Apparently, it wasn't actual snow. There was cotton made to look like snow. Uh, so not quite a tradition, but just an interesting piece of Christmas history. I love that.
1: That's great. That seems like something that's that really Andrew cool. Jackson would do. The little bit that I know about Andrew Jackson, that, that tracks.
0: I was going to say, how much do you know about Andrew Jackson?
1: um
2: he's on the 20
1: <laughs> he's on the 20 he's uh famously racist <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh he uh i think love snowball fights. love snowball fights especially in the white house i do believe there was some story about cheese that there was like a massive cheese wheel yeah. that was brought into the white house for andrew jackson or something like that and i i can't do you, do you know what i'm talking about brian do you know this story
2: I've heard the story. I thought it was Hamilton, um, but I know the story. The, the large They talked about it on the West Wing.
1: Yes, yes. They, that's, mm. where I, that's where I know it about
2: because he had,
1: like, a huge, like, wheel of che- – like, a table-sized wheel of cheese in the, like, foyer of the White House. That's all I know. We got very far from White Christmas to Andrew Jackson. But <laughs> that being said, we only have two left here. Um, Danny, I'm going to do number two because I'm going to give you number one because I know Aww. you want to say it. Uh, So I just wanted to share
0: some fun facts about this, this frolic that Andrew Jackson held (laughs) in 1835. Like I've, I've done a deep dive here, guys. Uh, While we were
1: talking, you got some more information.
0: (laughs) I did. There were games, dancing, a a grand dinner and an indoor snowball fight, as you said, uh, with with cotton balls. That's going to be the smallest, uh, cute, the smallest snowballs ever. They threw them. All you had to do was stand two feet away and you couldn't get hit
1: that's true you know they actually make my kids love them they make indoor snowballs now that are essentially like you know fist-sized cotton balls and they're actually very fun for like having an indoor snowball Mm. fight so I love that all right number two here we go number two uh is the classic the recent classic I guess we would say is Elf starring the great Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel, Ed Asner, uh who else we got in that? Uh uh New who played New uh, uh Jack Lemmon. Uh <laughs> Jack Lemmon,
0: uh Bob Newhart. Bob, Bob Newhart. Right?
1: Bob Newhart, yes. Um, Bobby
0: and Peter Billingsley. And
1: mm-hmm. Peter Billingsley, yeah, of course. Yeah. But John Elf, Favreau uh, a classic. A classic started the uh the directing career, I believe, of Favreau. May not have been his first movie, but Swingers may have been, did he direct Swingers? I don't know. I'm going down a tangent. I apologize. John Favreau, early directing. We'll say early directing by John Favreau for <laughs> Elf there. Um, and there is, if you, I, I think we've talked about this before, but if you've not watched uh, the movies that made us, which is a show on Netflix, um, they do one about Elf. And one of the cool part or interesting parts about it is that Will Ferrell was really at like a, a turning point or a, a uh i'm not saying the right word he was like at a precipice in his career he had come off snl yeah elf was one of his first movies and he talks about having a feeling while he was recording the uh scene where he's like walking through the crosswalks of new york city in the yellow tights and the green coat and everything and he's like this is the end of my career i've really made a terrible (laughs) choice in making this movie I cannot believe I said yes to this. And like he thought his career would be over because it was so silly. And now obviously it's a classic loved by many.
0: And without that, Eric would not have performed at the theater at Madison square garden. This is true. This Mm. is true as, as buddy, the elf. So it all comes full circle. Um, Speaking of full circle. And, and before we, we get to this last uh, film on our list, I did want to say a huge thank you to Brian for, you know, for joining us here today Brian, uh we're so so thrilled that you joined us. Uh, we're so excited for your book that's coming out. It releases is it uh November? Is that is that the release date?
2: It is available for pre order at your favorite oh, you online bookseller. It has oh, been amazing. since since um March, I believe. Uh awesome. but the release date in hardcover and audio from uh recorded books is November one. Did you November record 1? the audio? I did. I did Very back in cool. May, yeah.
0: Oh, Very that's cool. amazing. I know, I know just how long and challenging the journey can be to writing and publishing a book. So congratulations on on that. I know all the, all the little nitty gritty stuff that you never even thought about. You're like, well, I wrote the book. Like, can I just release it now? Um, mm-hmm. you know, from ISBN to
1: episode two. Oh, Hey, available. Oh, yes, for absolutely.
2: Now.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to congratulate you. Uh, you. We will put the link to to Brian's book uh, on Amazon in the liner notes for this episode. So if you're interested in pre-ordering a copy, which we highly recommend you do, makes a great gift for you if you're a Christmas lover. And why not buy one to stuff a stocking or wrap and put under the tree uh, this holiday season? Just make sure the wine has, has dried up by that point in time so, <laughs> so it doesn't drip down and, and land on the wrapping paper. But um, Brian, we're so grateful that you joined us uh, on the show today. We're wishing you the best of, of luck and success. With season two Or not season two Whatever season you're on Of your show We're on season two Season seven Wow Eric if we could get to that point um, That would be amazing I'm guessing I will be Buzzing my head By that point in time Because I won't have That much hair left By the time we get season (laughs) seven Um, But anyway That's not your guys' problem That's mine Uh, If you're looking for a gift For Danny this year uh, No uh, (laughs) Yeah right Thank you Uh, This episode brought to you by (laughs) Rogaine um, anyway Brian best of luck with the book uh, you so let's much. get to number number one on our list uh, this one this one won by like a landslide like we didn't tell you guys how many votes came in for like number two through 10 but a lot of these were very close like some were. There was a tie, actually, between The Grinch and Miracle on 34th Street, which we didn't share with you guys, but spoiler alert, there was a tie there. You know, some were like six, seven votes apart, but Home Alone is the number one movie on the list, and it almost more than doubled the votes that Elf got. Um, I just love that this movie has become, like, the Christmas movie that people think about, and maybe it's maybe it's a reflection of the age group that follows us on Instagram. Uh, I don't really know, but I think there's just something about that film that just feels so Christmassy. I know when we think about Home Alone, we think about the hijinks, we think about you know Marv and Harry and and everything that you know Kevin puts them through. But I think one thing we don't always talk about enough, maybe with Home Alone, is is the heart um, of family, and that in the end the family comes back together. Yes, it's horrible that they forget their child. How do you do that? Um, but, one, but you know, mistake. the fact that like just one, they made one little mistake. All right. Like in an all fairness, security wasn't as tight at airports back then. So you could get <laughs> to the gate a lot easier than you can now. This is true. Anyway, don't forget your children at home. Uh, do a head count always, but you know, just the way that Kevin reacts when he hears his mom's voice when she comes in the door at home at the end of the film the story of the neighbor uh, and in that moment that him and Kevin share in the church uh, you know on Christmas Eve and him getting back together with his son and his daughter-in-law and his, and his granddaughter I just think is that's the heart of Christmas uh, it is family it is togetherness it's um. You know, maybe looking looking at things you've held on to for a little too long, that it's time to let go of, and 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 reuniting with family and and, I th- and and enjoying the traditions, right? Like that's that's what we've chatted about so much this episode is the traditions, and I think one of the greatest traditions of Christmas that Brian, you even touched on, was um, the idea of togetherness, the idea of spending quality time um, with one another, which I know is what one of the things that Eric and I love the most about the holiday season, and. And what we're so looking forward to, you know, as we are on the precipice of season two, which will be coming October 17th, um, the idea that we now get to get together with our with our friends again, um, our Christmas-loving friends, our Christmas crew, Christmas countdown family. Um, we're so thrilled for season two and um, just excited that, that we get to do this again, that we get to chat about something we love so much. And I think that's what Home Alone captures towards the end of that film. and um Anyway, I'm just I'm so glad this is the last episode of our spring training, as it were, our (laughs) off-season training camp as we prepare for season two, our preseason. And Brian, we're grateful that you joined us. Um, This has been a blast. And, you know, we're we encourage anyone who's listening to go check out Brian's uh, podcast Christmas Past. If you want to learn more about the history of Christmas, all our traditions and where they started, um, that is a great place uh, to go.
2: Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Really enjoyed this. It was a blast. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Make sure you guys
1: follow us on all of the socials that we mentioned at the beginning. Uh, Leave us a review. Maybe we'll read it on the show. We hope that your summer is going great and ending soon so that we can get into the biz. (laughs) Uh, As we say on every single episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. See you guys.